Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Today, we will speak about financial stress. You decided this week on my Instagram story what topic you would like to hear about me speak next. And you had the choices between mindfulness and financial stress, both two topics that I'm really passionate about and that I love to share with you. I actually just started my mindfulness-based stress reduction eight-week online certification, and I'm really excited to share more tools and techniques and learnings from that really cool program with you. But today <clears throat> we speak about financial stress. And before we're jumping into the topic, just a really quick reminder. If you're watching this video on YouTube right now, please make sure that you're subscribing to my channel and hit the little bell next to it to receive notifications every time new content is coming online. I'm posting new videos every Monday and every Friday in order to help you better understand the effects of stress on body and mind and learn new tools and techniques of how you can manage stress in day-to-day -day situations. And if you are listening to this podcast right now on your way to work or on a beautiful walk, then I would love to invite you as well to check out my YouTube channel. I have posted already over 30 videos over the last two months around stress management, stress when you're receiving feedback, stress with kids, stress when you're speaking in public. A lot of different st stress hacks and challenges are waiting for you. So please make sure to check it out, subscribe to the channel and learn more about stress on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay, so let's jump in into financial stress. I'm really excited that you chose this. I already mentioned before, I am really excited about this topic because I actually love money management and I hope I can help you a little bit better today to manage your stress around it. Most of the things people are stressed about, I believe, is because they don't really know where their money goes. So that is my very first and most important step for you, is to start loving and embracing money. And how to do that is to know where your money goes. I was really lucky growing up with a really structured dad and a really good grandma who were tracking their expenses on a really regular basis. I saw, for example, my grandma taking her notebook out every day after she went grocery shopping and writing down all of the expenses that she had. And I saw also my dad, on the other hand, setting up an Excel sheet and writing down the expenses in different categories of our family on a regular basis so he knew where the money was going. And some of you might not be that lucky that you have basically seen this around in your family when growing up. So I want to urge you to start that right now because it's such a good way to release stress. So let me tell you a story about that. As you know, I just became self-employed two months ago. I just left Google um, 
in January and I didn't have time to take care of my expenses and writing down my things over the last three months and it really, really stressed me out. I had done it previously. Um, I bought this beautiful house that I'm sitting in right now three years ago and that was, I think, the very first time when money and financial things actually made me really stressed out because it was the first time that I got a mortgage from a bank institute and I lived abroad. I didn't have my family's help. I had nobody that explained to me how everything is working, how many expenses I can expect. So it was a really scary period for me. And after a while going through all of these fears and all of these uncomfortable feelings and feeling overwhelmed, I actually sat down and told myself, okay, Julia, if you want to decrease that stress, you need to know where your money is going. So I sat down and I wrote down a spreadsheet of all of the um, expenses that I had. And I will go into that a little bit more in detail in a second here. But that was basically when I really started every month writing down all of my expenses. So let's go back to uh, three months ago when I just said um, I quit my job and started to be a self-employed person and I didn't have time to do my expenses over the last three months. And it really stressed me out because as you can imagine, there's a ton of different expenses that I have as a self-employed person when I'm starting a business. And at the same time, I have no regular income anymore. So over the last few weeks, I didn't really have time or took the time to sit down and do my expenses because there was so much other stuff going on. And then sometimes I just didn't feel like doing it. And um but at the same time, I started to feel more and more that worry about, oh my God, like my credit card is going out all the time at the moment. I'm spending all of this money and I don't really even know if I have that kind of money that I'm spending right now. So two weeks ago, I finally sat down on a Saturday afternoon. I made myself comfortable. I took my spreadsheet. I created a new one for 2019. And what I do is I actually open my bank account and, you know, there's maybe a savings account and a running account, a checkings account, and then also a credit card account. And I'm setting the time. So, for example, 1st of January to 31st of January. And then I'm writing down all of the expenses and all of the income that I had during that month. So you're basically starting to create a balance sheet between income and expenses and especially for expenses, I'm even a little bit more specific. So I'm looking first at all of the expenses that I have every month. So my fixed expenses, that's my very first category. And the things that go into that is, for example, my mortgage, gas, um, electricity, water, internet and health insurance, because those are the expenses that I will have always. So I need to know how much money I need to make at least per month in order to uh, survive and not start getting into debt. So that's my first category. And then I have a few others. For example, I have supermarket food kind of expenses. I have eating out expenses. I have gas and car money, car repairs, oil change and all these fun things. I have a category that's called fun, where I put things like um, going on a trip or buying some clothes, buying makeup, all, all these kind of things, or going to a yoga class, for example. And then obviously since 2019, I also have a new category that's called business expenses. And so I'm going through this list on my bank statement 
And I look at all of the expenses that I had and put them in this specific category. Because I don't only want to know how much money I spent, I also want to know where the money goes. And one of the reasons why I have the category around um, eating out is because I feel like we spend sometimes way too much money eating out. And on top of that, that might not always be the healthiest option, both from a food perspective, but also from an alcohol consumption perspective. So I want to be really mindful of that. I've had months where, for example, my eating out expenses surpassed my supermarket expenses. And then I'm always a bit like, okay, maybe next month I should eat more at home. And so once you have all of these income um, lines in there and also all of your expenses, you obviously want to build a sum. So I'm creating sums and a summary overview on my first page in my spreadsheet that shows me what is my income, what are all of the categories that I have spent money on, and then what is the total income amount and the total expense amount, and then what is actually left over at the end of the month. And then you know, okay, so now first off, you know where your money is going. Maybe there's a red number under, you know, the double line that tells you I've actually spent more money than I made this month. And that's okay-ish in the sense that now you know and now you can actually take actions in order to change that. And there's two different ways to do that. The first option, of course, is to look at all of your expenses and ask yourself, are there things that I spent money on last month that were really not very necessary? Maybe you bought a lot of clothes or you went on a trip that was maybe not really in your budget or you're spending money on subscriptions or things that you're not really caring about anymore. Because let's be honest, even if you just spent $10 here for maybe Audible and $10 here for Spotify and $50 for an accounting software, those amounts add up. So really be honest with yourself and look at where your money goes. So then if you know if you have not enough money and a month left over, then you can tell yourself, okay, either going into next month, this is where I want to save money and this is where I need to be more mindful. Or on the other hand, you could obviously ask yourself, can I make more money somehow? And then in this way, you could think about, do I, for example, take a couple of more shifts at work? Do I get a few more clients? Do I work towards the promotion really, like really um, fo in a focused way because you know that you get a little bit more money after that? There's a lot of different ways of how you can increase your money. So make sure that you know how to do it. And then what I think is so, so simple, but yet we sometimes don't think about it is to really break it down. Let me give you an example. If you want to have $500 more per month, either because you're saving up for a vacation or you want to put $500 savings in your 401k on a regular basis, then be aware of what amount of money that should be. And then next, as I mentioned, think about how you could either get more income or save money by expensing less on things that are maybe not so important for you. Um, if you know that you want to have more income, then think about how you get there. Let me give you an example again. So we just said $500 per month more. Let's say you're taking shifts at a restaurant and you're getting $20 per hour. That means you have to work 25 more hours in the restaurant in order to get to the $500 per month. 
25 hours. So then we basically break it down per week. Let's say that month has five weeks. So five divided, the 25 divided by five is five. That means five hours per week, you have to work more in order to get to the $500. And then you can even say you only, you work five days per week. So if you only work one more hour per day, you will get to $500 more, more money per month. Do you see what I'm saying? So it is really, it, it takes a lot of stress away when you really have a plan of how you get there. And when you start breaking it down and making it really clear for yourself where the money comes from. That is all about kind of money management. And I feel like that might be the biggest stressor for you at the moment of why money and finances are not your favorite topic. Another thing that I often hear questions about or worries about is the 401k and health insurance and savings. And how I started to manage that better in my own life is again to start making it my friend. Because as you can imagine, moving over from Europe to the States, I felt extremely overwhelmed with all of the information that was available. And that system is not the same as in Europe. So I was completely confused. So what did I do? I found people that knew how to do it and I found friends that really liked the subject and helped me understand it. And I always believe that the biggest issue is that we are yeah, shying away and that, you know, because something is kind of overwhelming, we just push it away a little bit and we move on. But it's always in our subconscious. And once we actually start befriending, befriending a topic, it makes it a lot easier to manage and to actually free up our, our additional worry time. And yeah, so this is kind of the steps that I have. So first of all, make money your friend, be aware where your money goes. And then if you have certain financial goals, like for example, earning $500 more for savings or vacation, then break it down into really small actionable steps. So you know how you can get there. And then lastly, make money your friend also in the sense of manifesting, abundance because of course all of us want to earn a lot of money and we want to have financial freedom we all always talk about it and it's what a lot of our life kind of unfortunately is about but we just need money to survive right so if you want to become financially independent then manifest that i think i really strongly believe in that and for the last one and a half years i've had really specific goals every year of how much money I want to make and um, I'm still in that process so I will keep you in the loop of what happens when I'm actually getting there but I really believe that where attention goes energy flows and if you're really clear on how much you want to earn you can start breaking that down you can start breaking it down from the yearly level to a monthly level to a month weekly level and maybe even to a daily level and it will help you get there um so yeah, so those are the things that I'm doing in order to manage my financial stress and set up like really clear expectations for myself. I also have a tax consultant, honestly. I am overwhelmed by all of the rules and laws and everything when it comes to taxes. But what has been really helpful for me and my tax consultant is, is that I have all of my expenses documented and it is extremely easy for him to figure out 
where my money goes. So he only spends maybe an hour, an hour and a half on putting together my tax return. And so it saves me money, it saves him time and everything is a lot clearer. So there's a lot of advantages of knowing where your money goes. There's a lot of cool apps nowadays as well that help you track your money. Um, so check that out as well if you don't wanna do the system that I'm doing that is probably still extremely manual. But there's a lot of really cool apps and help where you can track money, categorize money, see how much money is left over, etc. So I hope that it gives you a little bit of motivation that either right now after this podcast episode or this weekend, you take a little bit of time and sit down and start doing that. Obviously, if you have a partner, super important to talk about money as well. And that can create a lot of financial stress as well. So open communication is a super important thing here. And I think the biggest takeaway I hope that you have is it doesn't take too long. It feels too long and overwhelming when you've never done it before. And of course, it might take you a little bit more time the very first time you're doing it, but you will get into a rhythm. And once you have set up all of the ways of how you want to track your money, it will be really easy from then onwards. If you need any help, let me know. I'm here for you, of course. If you have any questions, feel free um, to comment either on my Instagram post or on this YouTube video. I will always be super happy to help you and I love to hear from you. So keep in mind, stress management is a skill that everyone can learn and financial management and money management is also a skill that everyone can learn. You can do it. I totally believe in you. I'm excited for you to get started. So take care and hear you next week. Until then, bye-bye, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.